The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Are you tired of spinning your wheels, running in circles, trying to make progress with your career in entertainment and the arts? Well, this is the podcast that will change your life. Each week, we'll share strategies and techniques you can use to achieve more by working better and more effectively so you can reach your goals faster without having to work harder. Hi, I'm Gordon Firemark, and this is More Better Faster. And today we're going to be talking about resilience. The, what is resilience? It's the skill, the ability of uh, a person to understand and, and move forward by growing through every part of a person's uh, life's processes. Struggling is a natural part of living. What matters and how, how we react to it is a choice we make. Resilience is the ability to bounce back after being knocked down um, and, uh, and respond positively to uh, inputs that might be considered negative by some. So, um, you know, right now we are dealing with um, a, a real struggle. Many, many, many of us are um, worried about our income. We're concerned about our family's health. We're staying home. We're not able to get out. We're having cabin fever. I know I'm getting some cabin fever. Um, we're uh, in close quarters with our families in ways that is uh, not usual, I guess you could say. And all of that has its toll, right? It takes a toll mentally, emotionally, uh, and physically. The, the fact of it is being shut in, um, many of us aren't getting out and exercising as uh, the ways we wanted. We're not eating the same way we would if we had uh, all the choices in front of us. Some are eating better, some are eating worse, I suspect. Uh, and all of this is uh, the kind of thing that has a toll on us. So resilience is really a um, a muscle to be exercised and strengthened. And I'm going to share a little bit about that in the next few minutes. This will probably be a fairly short episode, so just stick with me. We're going to um, talk first about some of the benefits of uh, of strengthening and adopting a, a higher level of resilience. First of all, people who are resilient, uh, when you are resilient, you'll experience a greater motivation, greater drive, and uh, you'll be quicker to get back to feeling motivated and driven if you practice uh, being resilient and bouncing back. So when, when little things come up and knock you down, the trick is get right back up and, and move forward. Uh, hopefully with a bit of a smile on your face. Um, people who have resilience, who are more resilient are great leaders. They uh, let things roll off their back. They don't, um, you know, wallow in, uh, self-doubt and self-pity and those kinds of things when things don't go their way. They, okay, that's the way it is. I'm going to move forward, do do it this way, do things next. I mean, if you look at some uh, political candidates, it takes a lot to be uh, willing to come back in the face of all that criticism and all those attacks from the other side and the press and and all those kinds of things. If you look at entertainers, uh, my friend Bob was, was uh, watching earlier and we chatted him for a few minutes after the recording. He... Uh, 
he reminded me that, you know, in, in the entertainment industry, resilience is a tremendously important, uh, skill or, or, uh, uh, trait. Um, you know, we, actors, writers, musicians, everybody are constantly facing rejection and you got to get back up and create again. They're constantly facing change. Uh, we were talking in particular about, uh, Bob is a, uh, a musical director and a percussionist and, and composer. And, uh, he does a lot of, uh, theatrical musical work, you know, conducting orchestras in the pit and, um, you know, things happen on stage by accident and they have to adapt and, and quickly adjust and change tempos or change, you know, who knows what sometimes skipping entire things and then coming back and doing, you know, the rearranging things on the fly that is resilience and you have to have those skills if you're going to do well in, in entertainment, um, you know, in the acting field, improvisation and musical too. improvisation is a kind of resilience activity. You responding to the things that happen in what is hopefully a positive, a beneficial, good way. And so, um, you know, again, resilience is important in the entertainment industry. When you are resilient, you become more self-aware or maybe self-awareness becomes a, a factor and a component of your resilience. And that is a positive thing overall. Uh, you'll find yourself worrying less, especially about outcomes, De- a, a kind of detachment. What happens, happens. It doesn't say anything about us. It doesn't say anything other than what happened. So being um, less judgmental and concerned about um, particular results and outcomes. Of course, you have goals, you have desires, you have you have dreams, and you want those things to, to happen. But on a day-to-day, moment-to-moment basis, the little bumps in the road don't affect you very much when you are detached from a specific outcome at a specific time, taking a view that, that everything that we're given is a lesson or an opportunity rather than uh, a hardship or a burden uh, makes us more resilient. And when we have that characteristic, when we have that ability to look at things that way, we tend to be more productive because we don't get stopped in our tracks Every time we are confronted with something that isn't that hasn't gone our way, we move around it. We move forward. It. Obstacles are there to be navigated, not not um, not to stop us, but to steer us. I guess you could say. So, I want to share a few strategies uh, for, um, I guess, strengthening the resilience muscle. We uh, we should start, of course, by acknowledging when things come up that knock us down that make us feel bad acknowledging that that emotion you know is is step one we have it's this first step in regulating our emotions is to you know really examine what's happened do a reality check also because sometimes we're making things seem so much worse in our minds than they really are so do that reality check and um and uh you know watch the self-talk do some breathing exercises. I was doing one this morning. I had a rough night. I, w- I woke up very early and I couldn't get back to sleep. And as it became time for me to actually get to my desk and get work done, I uh, very quickly uh, needed to you know, get myself in order. So I did a breathing exercise. Uh, take a deep breath, hold it for a few seconds, release it, do that several times, just focusing on the breathing, sort of meditative breathing exercises. Uh, my, uh, my friend and, and uh, colleague, Nick Demas, uh, is a teacher of, of breath work and yoga and that kind of thing. And he calls this, he refers to the pranayama practice. This is a variation on that. So um, do your breath work. 
do exercise, move, get out and, and physically, um, you know, put a little physical, I don't want to call it stress exactly, but physical energy into your out of, you know, get some output and get some input, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, engage in some activity to divert yourself from the negative emotion and feeling. Maybe that is, um, um, you know, doing some jumping jacks or exercise or walking or breathing. Maybe it's listening to some upbeat music. Maybe it's playing a game, just giving yourself some positivity in your life. And music is a great one. I've talked before about listening to certain songs to sort of get myself pumped up. And um, when you're feeling beaten down by life, beaten down by circumstances, one of the approaches to being resilient is is finding the triggers that help you get yourself back up on the horse and and feel positive. Um, and just generally choosing to, to take a positive view of life, reframing the things that happen as, as I said earlier, opportunities or lessons to be learned and taken. Uh, and then gratitude. I think gratitude is a tremendous um, tool when you're starting to feel um, less than resilient, when you're trying to start to have those negative feelings about uh, complaining about what's happened or whatever. Take a moment to say, okay, what about this moment? What about this situation do I have to be grateful for? I've survived it. I've got a lesson in front of me if I can take the time to learn the lesson. Maybe there's an opportunity. Um, In the long run, everything is going to be okay. That's something to be grateful for, right? So having some gratitude. And if you can't find anything grateful to be grateful about, about the particulars of the instance, Go broader. What is there in life, in the world, in the universe to be grateful for? The meteor shower that we are experiencing, by the way, today is uh, April 21st, so um, that's 2020. So the, the um, I almost said the COVID, I think it's the Leonid meteor shower, is, is happening uh, these last night and, and tonight. And uh, if you're fortunate enough to have a cloud-free night where you can watch, watch the sky and look for all those, all those meteorites, uh, meteors, I should say, uh, burning through the atmosphere and putting on a light show, please do. That's something you can feel grateful for. Nature is giving us a, a bit of light show and entertainment. Um, so that kind of gratitude really up, is uplifting and, and gets you back to uh, a point where you can resume what you're doing and be resilient. Um, take responsibility for your actions, your behavior, your conduct, and rep- apologize where it's appropriate to apologize. But also forgive. If you have um, been... Uh, if there have been transgressions against you, of course you want to forgive the people who have made them. It doesn't always mean forget. It doesn't always mean, you know, uh, put it aside and ignore that it ever happened. But it means accepting that it's happened, accepting that the other person did it, made a mistake, whatever. But, you know, you remain watchful. But also forgiveness of yourself. If you have transgressed, if you have hurt somebody, if you've done something negative, if you've made a mistake that only hurts you, it's still appropriate to give yourself a moment of forgiveness and the blessing of forgiveness for whatever has gone wrong. Um, other ideas on on uh, this is uh, seek out a community. Get support where you need it. If you're not feeling resilient, if you can't seem to bounce back from something, ask for some help. It isn't shameful to feel bad or sad or depressed or demoralized or upset or worried. Those things are natural. So... When life throws stuff at you and it's too much to bear, say so. 
Invite some assistance. Ask for help. Ask your your colleagues, your your family, of course, your friends, your community, your spiritual leaders. If you need to, go find a therapist, someone to talk to, and see if that doesn't help you get back on track. Um, and of course, practice self care. Don't accept. I mean, I've talked about self care already. We've we've got physical self care. Eat eat well. Get enough rest. Sleep is very important for resilience. Um, um, exercise, breathe, engage in practices and activities that make you feel good, all that. But self-talk is an important component here. And I think one of the best things that I've ever heard is somebody said to me, never accept self-talk that you wouldn't say to someone else, especially someone you care about. If you don't care enough about yourself to speak kindly acceptingly and forgivingly to yourself, then all is, you know, that's, I won't say all is lost, but that's the, that's step one. You got to listen to the self-talk, pay attention to how you talk to yourself. It's hurtful. It's harmful for many of us. Don't accept it. If you wouldn't say it to your child, if you wouldn't say it to your spouse, your parent, your friend, your family member, whatever, if you wouldn't say these things to them, how dare you say them internally to yourself? How dare you? And you need to call yourself out on that, forgive yourself, and find a, a positive reframe and spin things differently. And that's it for today. I'm going to say thank you very much for listening to this episode of More Better Faster Podcast. And uh, we'll be back again next week with another lesson. Awesome.